0: This episode of the PC Perspective Podcast is brought to you by Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price, because everyone deserves a great night's sleep. Get $50 off any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash PCPer and enter code PCPer. Hey everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode 417, being recorded on September 14th. 2016. I'm Ryan Shrop. I'm Jeremy Helstrom. I'm Josh Walrath. And I'm Alan valentano It has been requested of me in a couple specific instances that I slow down in my talking in videos sometimes.
1: So everybody listening to this on audio, ain't nobody that,
0: got time for that. If you listen to this on a oh, podcast,
1: hit that 1.5x button.
0: Hit the no, no, hit point <laughs> <the> seven <laughs> five x. Oh yeah, provide x, them a point right?
2: seven five button and they're fine. Right. Okay.
3: Yeah,
0: I see no problem. With that do it. I YouTube just, also has those. Does YouTube? Oh, yes. yeah, they go down. They, they go down
3: too. Yeah, it, it, okay. it's also
0: yeah. slows down. You
3: know, it's yep. really funny because somebody complaining about how I was diligent <laughs> and slow when yeah, talking about process technology. That's more about the content and not the speed. It's actually when more I, about <laughs>
1: Josh. Josh's filter for for obscenities takes a little bit of extra processing
2: time. Sure. So, So it slows down. There are actually words in those pauses. It's just one.
0: It's just muted after the fact. (laughs) The. uh, uh, Yeah. Uh, uh, For those people who uh, are interested. I am. (laughs) If you go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash PC there is a church update part one video that I posted yesterday, day before yesterday. Gives you a quick walkthrough of the space. Um, Only thing that has changed between now and then is that one of them, the big room now is painted. Thank God. Um, and uh, more painting to go. Not, not, any, nothing dramatic on it, but if you're curious about what the church project looks like and how a storage room compares to a studio room, compares to
3: uh, weird a, with a weird closet with a one-way way mirror.
0: one-way window. One-way <laughs> how about that back
3: it? office where you, you lock know. your kids?
0: Uh, it's probably what I'll end up doing is replacing the carpet. The only thing I like about that back room is it's very dark. Like, the, 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 the carpet that's in there is very deep red, like, d- deep maroon brown. Which back? Which The room? only room in the
3: Oh, oh that back office. <laughs> yeah. You know, the one with the leather couch. That's maroon right, carpet? I didn't even notice.
0: It's, like, dark brown or maroon or something oh, like that. And then yeah. it's got, it's the only thing that's drywalled in up top. It's the only thing that's, like, not a drop ceiling. Yep. And then it has one, like, uh, contractor-grade uh, light on the ceiling, and it's really dark in there, so we'll we'll put some more lights in there. But there will probably track be where, lighting in there. Oh, it'll probably be nice. where two things go: one futon for Ryan to take naps; two, uh, to- like a TV and, and like a Roku or Netflix or some kind of streaming box like that for my daughter to like watch TV on when she's over there and stuff.
4: So I mean, you don't have any displays, so
0: no, no, we don't have any monitors or anything. So we'll have to we'll have to struggle to find anything like that. Uh, Welcome, everybody. It is Wednesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, which is the date and time, well, it's the time and the day, but not the date with which we record the show at PCPro.com slash live. Uh, And you can come join us there and hang out in the chat room and watch the the pre-show, post-show banter, if you like. (laughs) If you go to PCPro.com slash subscribe... Uh, you can get this little page here that asks for your name and your email address. And we basically, it's a notifications list for whenever you do live streams. Uh, most of the time, it's just a weekly podcast. Every once in a while, we have other people like Tom or people from AMD or MSI or Asus, whoever, that come in and join us. Uh, and we'll let you know about those streaming events as well. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe one day in the future, there'll be another like 12-hour live stream. You just don't know.
2: Well, no, but you've got a cot now. You can make it twenty-four. We can just live stream moving <laughs> right. into yeah, the other. We'll take a nap on the back and come back
0: in. If we if we get internet in time, yeah, <laughs> we could live stream moving into the into the thing. And by live streaming, I mean put up a drop cam. Yeah, and send it uh, to people to that URL. You know what?
1: We're too late. We should have put
2: that up before we painted.
0: Uh, yeah, Sure yeah. put it. There's go only bro. so many
2: butt crack. It would have to be video we can stand.
0: Sure, it would have to be video yeah. only, though. I don't. I don't know. I don't want people just like – Yeah, just like stop-motion video. Yeah. Whatever. I don't want – I don't want to hear what I'm saying all the time. Uh, And a quick reminder. It looks like we have uh, just a few hours left on uh, that raffle that we started last week uh, for my sister-in-law, Amy. If you go to – what was that URL? PCper.com. Slash
1: Amy, wasn't it? Help Amy. Amy. Slash Help Amy.
0: Yes, thank you. PCPro.com slash HelpAmy takes you to this page here uh, where we have a raffle where we are giving away an EVGA GTX 1080. Uh, if you contribute to Amy's GoFundMe campaign, we had a huge response over the last week from from people, and it's super awesome. And I, I'm incredibly appreciative to everybody uh, for that. Uh, and uh, you've got a few hours left if you missed it last week and still want to enter in, help out, help out my sister-in-law with their uh, – Bull crap they have to deal with uh, with a 30-year-old woman getting breast cancer uh, and then also for your chance to win a, a GTX 1080. So thank you guys very much for that. So um, let's see. Old man Ryan Shrout laying down on the job. Now it's more – I'm just reading the chat here. It's oh. more like uh, uh, you get away from the house, right? I would often come here very tired. It's like, well, I, I can't go home. So I'd lay down recline one of these chairs. It's not very comfortable, but a futon would be good. I think that may be counterproductive in the long run. Yeah. It'd be a yeah. bad trend to set. So Yep. Uh, I'll just
2: set up a an electric shock in there for an alarm system every four hours or so. Yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> and he's up and
0: going again. Great. Problem solved. Uh, so uh, Need that for myself, again actually. this week, if you want to contribute to the Patreon campaign that we have, that would be awesome. Patreon.com slash PC per, but if you're new and you want to uh, contribute to the GoFundMe for my sister-in-law, Amy, that's fine. Um, however, if you are a new contributor, you increase your contribution. We read your name on the, on the show, of course. Uh, and we have a new pledge for $3 from <sighs> na- <laughs> naked Josh Walrath. Calmly glistening in the moonlight.
4: <laughs> you have to scroll <laughs> down for that. <laughs> to three dollars. Why About does that field let you type that much? <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah, you're right. It, not that you <laughs> nobody's know. name should be that long. No one's name has eight spaces in it. Uh,
0: and then uh, we have another pledge for three dollars for Josh Tech Sponsor nine nine eight. I don't know that what's I don't know I, why wouldn't it be nine nine nine. I that, don't know. That's the next one. <laughs> Oh, okay. No. I was gonna say he, he needs to raise it, or maybe that's already taken. <laughs> maybe <laughs> Josh Techs nine nine eight is uh, it was already taken. I don't know. But thank you guys, thank you guys very much for that. Uh, all right, let's get into some uh, news reviews items here. Uh, this is really this is really the week of Sebastian and other people. It's not. I don't have any articles on here. I don't think Alan has any articles on no, here. I don't. I don't think Josh has any articles on here. No. I don't know why the hell... Why are we having a podcast? ...any of you guys are even on the podcast. Jeremy at least wrote some news posts, I think, well, that are on here. do um, deny everything. Yeah, that's fair.
1: I've been uh, reworking our storage testing, so hopefully... It's a, that's,
4: that's, that's, hopefully no. our next storage... is. that doing for the past 18 months? No. What does that do for, for here? No, like, no, like it's here? actually,
1: like... There's actually <laughs> tests running over there on the new thing now. Um... But, I've been doing you know. some
3: high colonics uh, <laughs> nightly for Great. a cleanse. Great. That uh, takes up a lot of my time.
0: So our first review, the Silverstone Strider, 850-watt platinum power supply. Lee, stick into it, uh, going through these power supply reviews. Um, this is a – looks like uh, earlier in the year we looked at the 700-watt 700, 700 variants. There's not a lot of changes here, obviously, other than the uh, output as you might imagine from the numerical change. Uh, still fairly narrow power supply. 140 millimeters deep is all mm-hmm. for this, for, a sev- for I'm sorry, 850-watt platinum series power supply. Barely enough for the fan. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty impressive. 100% modular cables, 120-millimeter cooling fan, uh, fluid dynamic bearing fan, um, That is funny. Usually uh, there's like
1: 140s in those. They had to drop it to a 120 because... Just to fit it.
0: Yeah, yeah. it turns out you can't have the fan go completely edge to edge (laughs) in it. You know, hey, You know. maybe they'll figure that out. Uh, I always like to look at this. 70.9 amps on the 12-volt rail. Good lord, that's a lot of amps. So, you know, there you go. go. 12-volt too. Yeah, yeah. 22 amps on 5 volts. That seems like a lot. That is a lot for For 5 volts. volts. yeah. Uh, Yeah, so... Uh, this is a, another kind of – Silverstone power supplies have been exceptionally good for a very long time. I think um, when SLI was first becoming a thing again, there were two power supply vendors that were SLI certified, PC Power and Cooling yep. and Silverstone. I believe those are the only two at the outset. for that. So It gives you a, – a, not, not indicative of this power supply obviously because that was a long time ago, but it gives you an idea of how long Silverstone has been in the game. Uh, of of doing power supplies and they've been doing right. I think almost all of my test beds when I was working out of the only my house and the office were all Silverstone units. Only because the PC Power and Cooling power supplies were so loud, I well, couldn't no. stand having them in there. I think I had one that I used for like quad SLI testing only type of thing.
3: It's like a hair dryer. And yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like running a. Yeah, hairdryer. It's like the older PC Power and Cooling. They oh, had yeah. the dual fans in there. That's exactly what you're talking, talking about. Talking oh, about the PC Oh, well, I'm powerful. sorry. I wasn't listening.
2: <laughs> and, and even We're the yeah. silent series was not exactly silent. Yeah, I never understood except that. Except apart from all their other power supplies,
0: it was. It should have been called like the quieter series. <laughs> <Yes>. like, quieter, <laughs> the, and in parentheses, relative to the other ones. We, 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 we actually
2: make. tried to make this one quiet yeah. this time. Yeah. Uh, a but very. I don't care how bad the power you feed us
3: is. We will the size run it that hum- correctly.
0: That's a yeah. big old cap. What is that? is uh, that say 400 volts 680 microfarads? For a minute I
3: I thought you said yeah. look at the size of that cat. Yeah, I was worried. That's a big, well, you know, big cat in that picture on my computer screen. Uh, Chemicon.
0: Uh, is that what you use as your background image these days, Josh? Uh,
3: no. <sighs>
0: um so uh the this is the the Strider series also has from Silverstone, they have thousand and twelve hundred watt variants. If you need more power than this, but um, they do not have the same very compact chassis, which I, I assume is acceptable for a thousand watt unit. But for eight hundred and fifty watts, it is on the you know the power supplies. The prices are how do we describe these? They're not high; they're just higher, right? Yeah. Like it's not quiet; it was quieter, right? So this is high, they're they're higher than 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 I think a lot of people are used to. But it's pretty high grade stuff. But so. we're looking at platinum level yeah. cert, right? So if you go down to eighty plus, what's the bare? What's the minimum cert? Is that bronze? Yeah. On that eighty plus bronze, bronze. you know, you're, you're getting lower component quality. You're getting, uh, you know, just lower quality components across the board, and so you're going to pay less money for it.
1: <laughs> the minimum uh, might not be just might just be not having a cert.
0: Uh, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's that's, not any
2: plus anything certified. Yes, it's just like you. I think I've. It's been a long time since I've seen anything that wasn't OEM wasn't at least bronze certified. Yeah, yeah. I, They've sort of caught on True, good. It makes sense. Fair.
0: Um, so you can see here, it did get a gold award from Lee. Only weakness is that it does not have six PCIe connectors at this power level, so some people that are running an 850-watt power supply might be looking for that.
1: For six of them? So
0: that's like, that's three video cards that are using two power connectors each. But even yeah. if, if you're talking about New stuff, even you're, a 1080 putting, is only
4: using one 8-pin,
1: right? But if you do 1080, then you should be doing only two. You're only doing two anyway.
4: That's but then true. if you do... No, what about that physics card? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's yes. true. If That's you want, true. If it's you
0: not want true. Run, if you want to run, <laughs> run the, uh, uh, the... You shouldn't use that? a 1080 for
2: just physics. No, there's that one <laughs> guy
0: out there. The VR Funhouse.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, on, you, Scott's using his 1080 for processing. You should He's throw not even gaming your, on it. You should throw <laughs> your
0: old...
1: Whatever GPU for physics, if you're going to no do way. a physics
0: no, thing. No, no. 1080s for physics all the way all okay. the way around. All right. Come on, everybody can afford that. Uh, so that's Silverstone uh, Strider 850-watt power supply review. Check that out. Uh, we would love it if you did so. Uh, Maury also wrote an article for us. Asus Maximus 8 Formula Motherboard. Look at that thing. It's nice. It's got a lot of things on it. So they basically have been but bringing you can't see them. the armor.
1: It's kind of yeah. like Tough Armor... They've been Whatever.
0: bringing it to
4: to more units, right? So <laughs> yeah,
0: Somewhere. this isn't
4: the first RG board. I think a generation back or maybe two, they've been two. doing this on the Maximus. Yeah, Is seventy nine, three- I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Three hundred ninety nine dollar motherboard is the MSRP. Where it's is like the f- M dot two slot hiding on that expensive. one? Expensive. uh that's a good question. Is it the vertical kind?
1: Yes. Uh, I, I don't know. I bet we'll find it, out. It is.
0: Uh, oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Which is good because here? you
1: don't have to like open some trap door on the I always armor. Always feel but...
0: like, always feel like the vertical M.2 though. Puts I
4: think it's the over M. A. at risk. Why? well you got yeah. other
1: PCI cards that are vertical.
0: They're not. Yeah, at risk. but they're
4: like like is there not... stuff stuff floating around in your PC that's yeah. going to knock it over? It comes like, with no? it comes
3: with the bracket usually. Maybe don't yeah, judge. I guess the bracket is is the well. Yeah, you know what bracket. else was standing vertical? Well, what? The twin towers. Well, yeah. Well, <sighs> I'm, glad. I'm it, oh, for I some reason that.
0: I'm glad you went there instead. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot actually. Uh this does have uh the cross chill EK. So this is like an EK block on the power on the on the MOSFETs. Yeah. Yeah. On the motherboard overkill I think for most users but again, most users aren't buying $400 motherboards. Of course, RGB lighting. Hey,
1: I bet the CMOS oh, battery is underneath that tough armor.
0: Adjust. Uh-oh. That we'll check at the end to see if more gives it a uh a a knock if it's a minus. He might. For that. So I want a Spoiler say- alert. Oh no. No, he likes it. Oh. Okay. Oh, he likes all it. All right, all right. Um So I mean, look how even the back of it looks busy with the armor on there, right? It's there's there's a lot going on there. Uh in terms of Ooh. it's got wireless Six US, USB
4: 3.0 ports. Look at how not 3.1 perpendicular kind of the wow, ports are. Yeah,
3: no. yeah. that's... Uh, it's about this? Well, yeah.
4: But you know what? That's a module that that's just... a
1: module. It just plugs in. Right? So yeah. What, yeah. It, it, it's relying on the backplate
0: to support... It might be more his fault, too. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's... It, there's oh, a screw the here. Very it might be the M.2 slot under here between these two.
4: Uh, let's third. find out.
0: Hold on, we'll keep scrolling. We'll find it. Ooh, look Ooh. at
4: that! Purple lights, nice. It's got that header in it. Look nice. at it. It's powering that LED strip. That's true. That's Ooh. true. Nice. Uh,
0: let's see where are we at here. So you still get? I mean, it doesn't cover much, right? The the armor stuff. You still get access to all your fan. Obviously, it's not going to cover anything like your fan headers, anything you know, like that. Ooh, what is that? Is that our battery? No. Where's that going to? What? What? Ah, uh, okay.
4: That's uh. Oh, that's, it's, that's the lights. Yeah, there's it's the, LED on the LEDs on the chipset. Okay, and, and here's cap. our
0: M.2. It is between the second and third. And
2: the, and okay, the battery. Okay, so there's a door you
4: have to take off. And there's the battery. Oh, yeah. It. Oh, look at that. oh,
2: That's great. Yeah. Not so
0: bad. Look Clever girl. All right, all right. All right. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. And a U. <laughs> U.2 connection here for those drive that use M.2. For that, for that one drive that uses no, no, M.2. I said it on purpose. <laughs> those drive... Singular that use it Intel wins. Apparently. Uh, yeah, so this. I mean, this board is. I mean, look. There's the access to your your water block if you want to use that on the uh, on the on the cooling side. Uh, obviously, Mori does. Uh, and one of the things with this armor that tends to happen is it tends to jam up like where the. Yeah, but that's power the, connections and stuff but go. But the tab is on the outside. At least the tab's on the outside. So, you, like, if you have a small ish case, yeah. then you might worry about the tab being at the top of the mother, at uh, right. The top of the chassis. I've had that happen in my but case, if you, actually. obviously. Here, you can see you can't put it the other way. So, it doesn't, really, it doesn't really matter. Yep. What you want to do with it. So, uh, here's, you know, the ubiquitous Mori giant cooler <laughs> photos, as you expect. Um, and it just not so bad barely shorts out the gpu no good see, job. that one is actually good better than most cuz it's not a quad uh motherboard quad yeah. quad gpu motherboard do you, any of you guys ever use these stickers the motherboard comes with these stickers to put where they're cable labels huh which is actually a funny name to say
2: cable label okay.
0: so you like cable. wrap it around the sata cable sure. on the motherboard and you write hey you know ssd 1
4: and then you
1: you know I mean if you're frequently
4: back. going in there and rearranging stuff i could see where it would be handy yeah, yeah but even if you're not like we just do it when you build the system. Yeah. Th- that dividend will pay off, I think. Probably. Yep.
0: There's our uh Wi-Fi antenna, all the good stuff included here. Um the CPU installation tool. It this is basically a uh, Asus and other motherboard vendors saying Please God don't RMA this motherboard. (laughs) It's just an alignment (laughs) tool, or is it? (laughs) They made this especially for more. So yeah, it makes it so like you can't put it in backwards, and also like your fingers are far away from the pins on the board, right? Oh,
1: so you're just not touching them.
0: You don't touch the processor really at all. Once you put you put it in the tool, and then you press the tool down, and ta da! So. Uh, I'll run through all this. Look at through the applications. Pretty common for ASUS boards. UFI hasn't really changed much. Um, benchmarks not changing much. Overclocking wise, uh, pretty good results here. Let's see what the the net is. So it is 369 bucks. So it's a little bit less expensive uh, than the MSRP, uh, and you're getting a lot for it. No weaknesses. CMOS battery placement listed as a strength. Jeremy did not lie to me. Wow. This time. Yeah, yeah. another gold
4: award. Seems pricey.
0: It is. I mean, it, it is. is like you're is, talking about an is. EK water block on your VRMs. Yeah. It, you it, it, it's, it's that
4: interesting spot that's the high end of the Z170 market, but the low end of the Z99 or X99. X99. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: I mean, you could blow a good 30 bucks on like, well, if there's two, you're talking like 40 or 60 the bucks. The chipset isn't cooled. On just water box, if you're right. going to do.
4: Yeah. It's only the VRM,
1: so it isn't the That's what I'm set? saying. Yeah. 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 Isn't it, Like, you'd spend like 20 or 30 bucks per
3: block yeah. for yeah.
2: vrm blocks so yeah.
3: if it that's something you're emerging E
2: tax but i mean <laughs> it goes, <laughs> so therefore it's worth more
1: definitely don't get that just because it has that block unless you already have like a water cooling setup and you're going to use it yeah you
0: know oh but, man
1: and, right. and also unless you're actually going to overclock it and put yes and put some load on your vrm that actually warrants water cooling them.
0: yeah yeah correct correct uh so that's the uh, maximus Eight formula motherboard uh from mori before we get into our cooler mesh review let me point out uh we have another patreon we have a new pledge of three dollars and 99 cents from FleetWars.net. it's a game okay is that an ad that somebody just got for three dollars a $3.99? cheap ad we need to rethink uh, yeah. this strategy oh if well if if, you're, if, you're, hey, pa- if your if your contribution is an ad it has to be at least twenty dollars <laughs> now That's pretty cheap if you think about it. That is twenty bucks, right? So twenty bucks a month. All right, let's begin our uh, our Sebastian section with a podcast. Everybody dreads it. Nobody likes it. What
3: Uh, we all have to uh, make ourselves really pale and speak very deliberately.
4: Yeah, because we're all so tan naturally. Better cameras. (laughs) Uh,
0: Sebastian posted a review of the Cooler Master Cooler Master Master Liquid Pro two forty Liquid CPU Cooler. Uh, The Cooler Master Master Liquid.
1: I see. I, mean, I wonder what kind of liquid's master in there. For.
0: I mean, I think I might have thought up a different naming
3: scheme. For master it. Liquid? I bet you there's Master Liquid in Cooler
0: there. Cooler Master Master Liquid. Uh, master Liquid
3: Theater. 240. Yeah. Master Liquid Controls Botter Town. <laughs> sure.
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well,
1: that's a serious
3: like microfin.
0: It is, yes. Ultra fine fins on the copper base and forty percent greater Blow performance up. compared to previous designs. What'd you say, Jeremy? Blow up. Oh yes, it, it, it's literally called flow op. Their <laughs> their custom technology, flow op or flow up. Uh, okay,
1: you know,
2: just it to, sounds like flaw. Flow optimization, like flaw is probably what they mean.
0: Yeah, interesting. And then they have a square fin design on the radiator that they claim creates greater surface area for absorption of the heat and allows for spacious airflow. Square uh, waves. Uh, you know what? This looks cool. Do you know what would also create spacious airflow? A hole. Like well, just yeah, a giant sure. hole, but probably not a lot of uh surface area. Surface area. But some
1: coolers have the little zigzag yeah. style pattern, yep. you know. Hmm.
0: Not much of the design. I'm a little disappointed to see the uh like this type of tubing. Like the kind of ribbed tubing. It it look, makes it look like an older, cooler design to me.
2: Oh, master liquid often goes through ribbed containers.
0: Uh, okay. mm-hmm. yeah.
2: ah.
1: Actually it right. shouldn't go through them. If it goes through them we have a problem. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs>
0: Uh, so what is, what is, uh, Sebastian say about this? Uh, it offers excellent cooling performance and very low noise levels, which I guess is kind of like the goal for every
1: cooler. That's a well liquid.
0: cooler should, right? should do those things. The giant blocks. It's very, pump. it's very high.
1: Yeah. That is it's pretty very tall. Not that there's really, it doesn't matter like what
2: you're doing with that real. Shape. Yeah. Sure. Area
0: should not be a problem at all. Right. Yeah. I mean, just look at a Mori. Yeah, if you zoom in sure. on
2: that one, or this one's the better one to zoom oh, in on. Here. You just scroll down to. Yep. Yeah. You can see the fin design.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Right, so I so guess I would not have guessed it was spare. unique. I Wonder how fragile they are. If I run a screwdriver across them, all is probably bad, right?
1: Probably. I mean, then you block off airflow through a bunch of <laughs> fins. So yeah. Like, oh, no,
2: divert airflow. It's well, not blocked. It's diverted. I guess
0: the fans have a three-speed switch, and uh, he does. Sebastian says they are exceptionally quiet on lower settings. Does, is it not also automatic? I'm gonna go with no. Uh, I'm gonna guess no then, or maybe it's automatic, but like there's three oh, presets for like it, three ramps or he'll something. Add, he'll answer in the chat, I'm sure. It's um,
2: hydromatic.
0: It did not beat. So the installation of it looks pretty, pretty, pretty reasonable. I like this idea of being able to, like yes. they've got this rubber gasket around it, mm-hmm. um, you prevent would. vibrations. Uh, that's a plus, obviously. Yeah. Um, now, Sebastian does say that it did not beat its rivals from Corsair, but the H100i GTX needed to operate in its loudest mode to pull ahead. So uh, that's, you know, that's still pretty good. So here, here it is, a second entry here is the Cooler Master Master Liquid Pro 240 um, versus the H100, H100i GTX performance level versus its quiet level. So you can see uh, that it kind of sits right between the H100i GTX in those particular instances, and here we are OC'd, uh, similar results. Um, although actually the H one hundred I GTX quiets a little bit higher up on that. Then noise levels, again, yeah. It's it's too. It's, yeah, I mean that's kind of within margin of error on all this type of stuff. Yeah. Uh it costs $119. The H one hundred I GTX is about one twenty nine, so it's you know, yep. it's in the right ballpark, ten bucks less or so. Um, and another gold award. No, giving them out like candy, guys. Yeah, we need to We're start reviewing this. some garbage products so that we can
1: not do that. Do we need a garbage award?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Somebody make this logo. It's just like a trash with can with Oscar the Grouch <laughs> coming out of it. Uh Perfect. And, and it and it's slightly it's a green tent. Yeah, you know, like the gold that goes into green, like we'll uh-huh. do yeah, just a little bit like that. Okay. Could have been good, but it's not. So uh, check out that one, and then also real quick, Sebastian posted a review of the. Mm, mm, how am I going to pronounce this one? Pen click, pen click, pen click, or Pen-slick. <laughs> Well, one of those sounds Can't stupid. Tell. So, pen click professional typist MK1 mechanical keyboard. Okay. Good build quality, heavyweight construction. Uh, what kind of keys? Ca- what
2: kind never of mechanical
0: key? K. Kelly a. Brown. K A I L or Cali. Kale. Okay. Cali brown So somebody switches? else is
1: making brown switches. All right.
0: Well, yeah, that that patent or whatever yeah. went away. So uh adjustable white LED backlights so and not RGB. Only just single LED. I mean, color I'm okay vector, with just
1: white if yeah. you just need a backlight keyboard.
0: It is expensive, 139 bucks. Uh although Sebastian thinks the build quality of it uh is kind of what they're going for here, that it would be built to take a beating. Um so Josh would be approved to use it, I guess.
2: Well, no, but Josh and I are still weirded out by the whole lack of a numpad thing. It just looks wrong.
0: I I use a number pad a lot, so 10 keyless designs uh, don't really work for me either. But I get the feeling that's not the case for a lot of people.
2: I don't know. Like the vast majority of people, it's, it's the dustiest part of their keyboard. They've never even touched it before. Their mm, numlock yeah. isn't even on.
0: If it's any consolation, usually when I'm using a number pad, I'm figuring out how much money I owe somebody. So that's True. never fun. So you
1: should just use a 10 keyless. Yeah. I
0: should just like, oh, I couldn't do the math. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have 10 uh, keyless now. It must be now. $20. <laughs> I mean, I can't do the math quickly, so I might as well not do it at all. Am Everything right? just
1: becomes nine ninety nine because 99 because you just hit the regular <laughs> 9. <laughs> no. You only get $9 this month because I didn't want to pay you $9.99.
3: 9, so you, you round down the, to the nearest... While time. writing Alan's down. check... Yeah, there you go. You only get 9 You know, the, the, the ultimate uh, test... For the keyboard, I just uh, posted. Oh no! In the what? Uh, Slack in in, in Slack. Oh oh, I've got a. I'm not. looking. Yep. It's not. You know what this to... is.
0: Oh, oh man, Slack yeah. Slack's not loading for me. Oh, oh man. What?
1: <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. It's been a while You've since never, I've oh, seen that. Oh, that's Matt. a good one. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Actually,
0: Slack is honestly not loading for me. So it's the oh, it's
1: then. the the keyboard
0: oh. smash. Yeah, see, now wanted. if this keyboard, uh, Sebastian, if you could do that test with this keyboard. Especially to
3: your wife, because mm, no. you'll never have any family services or police come to visit you after this test.
0: Uh, you, you I done, was just benchmarking you, your own. You've done told her once or something. Plus, I mean, look at the font that they're using on these keys, right? Look at this close up shot here. It's nice. The M. It's, absolutely it's an 100% in e. e turned sideways. 100%. Look at that the, uh, the B has bee. a line through it. Mm.
1: Actually that M is totally like the Evil Corp logo from uh what so is the N Robot. N Robot.
0: logo. Got it.
4: Yes. The, the Y and e the looks, Dell logo like a Tetris piece.
0: I was going to say it looks like a football uh Yeah that font is
4: actually really awful and would annoy the me a The Y
0: is um it's a pitfall.
4: Yes.
1: It's Atari pitfall.
4: I'm gonna go with goalposts. Yes, you know, it's like cornhole. Goalposts. No, Alan okay. doesn't know what that is for rugby. It's fair,
0: fair. Uh, let's see. Uh, before we move on, um, let's see. Uh, okay, P. L. Hobbs pledged thirty dollars to the Patreon. On you, mate. Wow. that kicks ass. P. L. Hobbs, not an ad or anything. It's just P. L. Hobbs. I'm gonna pre- let's see. What, what should his name be? P. L. Um, Philip. Phil- Phillips. See, now you can't go anywhere with that. <laughs> no, I yeah. I got nothing. On uh, our last review, also by nobody on this podcast, uh, Chris Barbary makes his uh, triumphant return with the review of the Action Tech Mocha adapters. I'm not going to bother to read the names. M- well, now I am. WCB 6200Q, Wireless Network Extender, and the ECB 6200 Network Adapter. Uh, Mocha is essentially the standard... What's it, what's it actually stand for? Multimedia over coax alliance. Yep. And it basically means that uh, you can use the coax. It's already in your house for networking. Now, a lot of people may already be using this and not even know it. Uh, if you have, like, a direct TV or something, uh, whole home DVR, that's how they redistribute the video throughout your house, right? Is like, your DVR is in one room... It sends the, the video back out through Mocha through coax to that uh, to the other you know set top box, and it plays it back that way. Huh. Um, the idea here is that hey, if you have crappy wireless signal or um, you have bigger distance, maybe you live in an expansive place like like Ken
4: does. Yeah, right. Obviously.
0: You, you live in such a huge place that you need multiple Amazon Echo devices. You might also need Mocha to feed those Amazon Echo devices. Sure. I don't know if it's the case. Um, so what this basically does is there's two devices. The wireless network extender does what it it says it does. It's $169. Um, it has a two Ethernet ports on it, two gigabit Ethernet ports, one uh, Mocha coax port, uh, 4x4, 802.11 AC, 5 gigahertz, 2x2, 802.11 uh, ABGN, 2.4 gigahertz and it will basically allow you to extend your network and create a, a wireless network through your coax, your coax. cable yeah. in, in your house, which is great. And now what's, what's cool about that is, I mean, obviously you can go through the review here and talk and he talks about, uh, what the capabilities are and the performances and that type of stuff. Um, and it makes sense. And obviously you get LAN connections too. So it's kind of like a mini switch as well, um, to take advantage of it. Uh, but then the bonded network adapter is what you like if you want to if you have your switch that you already have with your existing router in your house you install this bonded network adapter to it and then put the coax into the wall right like you connect it to the to the coax yeah. in your house and that creates the network over every coax outlet in your house so then you can use another adapter or you know the wireless extender or whatever and what's the what's convert the speed of this network uh, of this one, it is, of whatever the, not as advertised, they claim up to oh. one gigabit.
1: Okay. But probably not,
0: but probably not. Right. Yeah. Um, and actually let's just go ahead and say setup and all that type of stuff is, is pretty reasonable. Let's look at signal strength and bandwidth here. Uh, signal strength. <laughs> There's a go. Uh, so sum up moving a client closer to a source of Wi-Fi signal boosts the signal strength.
1: Captain Obvious. Captain
0: Obvious agrees. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so here is your bandwidth test. Direct Ethernet. Um, you are getting you know seven ninety four by eight sixty nine. Um, if you use the um, the, Ethernet the Ethernet ports, ports on, the on the Mocha it. adapter, uh-huh. you are getting pretty much exactly that as well. Right. right. Uh, and then if you use the coax bridge device, you are getting you know less than that five seventy one by seven sixty seven. or so. Not bad. It's better. And, it, and, it, and yeah. it's and in my I mean, at least that's close. Yeah, and the Wi-Fi is kind of nasty. Uh, oh, the Wi-Fi it's on. five yeah. gigahertz one but... thirty one by two fifty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how much that is. I mean, that's obviously got to be the wireless in the router itself yeah. or in the extender itself. Yeah. Right? yeah, absolutely. Because it's but it's still going to be better different
1: than different like you know the the stuff that you were just out of range for.
0: Yes, and so. and what I'll also say is I had this like I had a I used a sling box for a very long time. These devices would have been perfect for that to get network like to the upstairs. You had to have hardwired to get the best image quality going through your house. Yeah, type of stuff. Um, I used Powerline networking, and it was okay. It gave me at the time three or four hundred megabits, I think, of of throughput. Yeah. Um, but as it turns out, and it makes sense in retrospect, um, networking devices that feed their network off of just pure electric like they tend to burn out. Uh, like, I bet I went through, like, four sets of those in oh. my house before I gave up on Powerline networking. They just always died. I, I do
1: have a concern using something like this, though.
0: Mocha? What's
3: yeah. That? Because, like... Because it's not going to be available in the fall, and it's going to be replaced by pumpkin.
1: No, no, it's not <laughs> that. It's... Now you have something else trying to transmit on your coax in your house. Like, you're, sure. fi- you're fighting with everybody right. else on your node. Like, in mm. your neighborhood.
3: No, that doesn't No, it's already entered way. your house by
2: that
1: point. Okay, so, like, I literally had to, like, buy special amps so that I can have a six-tuner uh, DVR also connected with my K-modem and have both of them have the correct receiving See, and transmit powers. Oh, yeah, you
0: would. But, ev- right. like, literally... So you're, you're adding every, something else to whole your home chain. Every whole-home DVR already does this. Yeah. Like, if you have a whole-home DVR through Time Warner or Cincinnati Bell or DirecTV... Is
1: it They're using, using this. Is it using frequencies that are not going to go back out of your... Yes,
4: eyes? Mocha works on different frequencies than cable internet. Right. Yeah. And TV. But is it filtered or
1: like... So say your next door neighbor has Mocha and you both have cable. Uh, I... Th- are I, you sharing channels with his Mocha? Because it's all no, connected to the same uh, thing. No,
4: you wouldn't. I, no, ideally, you're not. I think of, your
2: TV
1: cable box.
4: I, I think depending, like, okay. if you live in an apartment complex and how everything's wired, that might be the case. Yeah. But if it's just your house. As,
1: then, as long as they're filtering it, then I guess it's, yeah. you're not competing with it. But that's the that usage
4: much. scenario for it.
2: And how are networking came. as well?
4: You're in yeah. an
2: apartment. Yes. You're yeah. not allowed to rewire anything. You're not allowed to put any new drops in. You're not allowed to do anything. So you got two things. You got power plugs, and you got a couple of cable drops because the the people before you were cable nuts, and there's one in the bedroom, and there's one in the kitchen, and there's one in the main room. Yeah,
1: but if you're in an apartment, you don't need this because your Wi-Fi can reach.
4: Or can it because... Let's say you rent a house, then. Yeah, or you You But you're in a rental situation. You cannot plaster walls,
3: which the wireless signals just blow ass. Oh, yeah.
4: Plaster walls will... Yeah. Especially with a chicken wire behind it. Yeah. The last yeah. place I rented, like it was a it was a two four house and it, it plaster walls. Like the Wi Fi yeah. was awful and we couldn't really do anything about it. This yeah. My <laughs> friend Joey
2: regardless, lives regardless, in an house. Regardless, you're stuck that's somewhere. You've got no land walls, drops. So. Okay. Yeah. You've got lousy Wi Fi and you need to put something in. You try power line adapting or power line adapter. You find out that your circuits are horrible. I you're mean, on single phase and it's
0: before awful. before gaming you've consoles got and had to wireless. This and is how
2: electricity I, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then you try this one, or I mean, so if the cable's horrible, you so try this, the this line. has
1: to be not as hard to do as the uh, the power line stuff. Power, the power line, line stuff. Difficult
0: is, the power line do. stuff is, it was uh, easy to do. It, like, but user-wise. this stuff burns out. Well, yeah, and people are saying in the chat that's like any kind of power surge, yeah. like essentially kills it. And the thing with power yeah. line networking is you couldn't put it behind a power filter. Right, because it would no. totally like, it would no, filter out it your filter signal. out my internet.
1: <laughs> I want to protect my outlet. Oh wait, I'm protecting all of the yeah.
2: Signal. Right? Congratulations, yeah. you're 100 percent protected. <laughs> Nothing makes it through. <laughs> uh,
0: so I, I, you know, I, I think the Mocha idea is cool. I think as wireless technology gets a little bit better and more things kind of like do the auto, like we're going to extend your network for you automatically type of thing. Yeah. Um. You know, it well, maybe because what's the less thing
3: useful. that Patrick Norton is testing right now? I don't. I don't that, that extender. This extender. It's got. It's got the base unit. It's got the LED screen. It tells you. Oh, you've Oh, six hundred and forty megabit. Yeah, I saw him uh,
0: post about that on Twitter. I don't know. I'll find out tomorrow. I'm sure. <laughs> well, why don't I you suppose find you will out tomorrow?
3: Huh? Uh,
0: but yeah, that seems. It's got an LCD readout on it. It's one hundred ninety-nine
3: bucks for the cheapest thing.
0: Well, I mean, Holy this man. is 169 oh, for the was, extender. Wasn't that the thing
1: where you plus. get you get like a few units from them or something or you
3: get a base unit and then yeah. two extenders.
1: Yeah. It's thing like they're advertising on like Twit and stuff as well, Which I think. Know, it's appalled. not stupid for 3 switches. It was like it's it's pricey for like two or three. It go the price goes up pretty quick. You see
0: like here's the thing, like can't you just go buy uh, what's what are like routers that basically like are bricks that plug into the wall that only yeah it's just, the, it's well. just the, they tend to not work but well it's it's reliability so. that is what you're going yeah. for right and and even until they died each time the powerline networking was reliable it was like ethernet it had the ping of ethernet it was you know yep. throughput was good no hiccups no no service interruptions like that um and and with mocha it seems to be the same so uh check that out that is on the website right now and before we move on I'm going to get to I think to it was Eero. Eero? Is that what it was? I don't know. I, I that's not sounding familiar to me. I believe you. I think that's what. Maybe.
3: But uh, yeah, the undermine said it's the mesh networking and that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is.
0: The Sonos systems I have use mesh networking. Yeah. Right? Yep. But they only use it for themselves. They're very greedy that way. <laughs>
2: But oh, but do what well. is saying you could run really long yeah. Ethernet. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. says it can go up to three hundred feet. I, I think you've beat that by.
0: Oh yeah, long I've gone way shots. more than that. Yeah, for sure. No, wait, <laughs> how far have we done that? Ooh, almost five hundred
4: feet. Yeah, I think you just bought a five hundred foot spool and crimped ends, just put yeah. the <laughs> whole
0: put the whole spool. <laughs> Until works. that
4: damn lawnmower came along. It, it turns still out it
0: works. Turns it out still it works.
1: It, was just, it just dropped to 100 megabit.
0: <laughs> Let's get to our sponsors this week uh, before we run out of all the time in the world. That would be uh, Casper, everybody. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the cost. They're revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and then passing that savings directly to the consumer. Casper mattresses are obsessively engineered. I don't. Is that a good thing? Yeah, obsessively? obsessively. Like, do you fear for the engineers' like home lives? No, no, but no. they're
4: sleeping on a Casper, Casper mattress, so it's great. Yeah, so they're good. So <laughs> okay, they, right.
0: they sleep well. Fair enough. Uh, Casper combines two technologies: a springy latex foam and a supportive memory foam to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right amount of sink and bounce. As a breathable design helps keep you cool and regulate your temperature through the night. Uh, I have a new Casper mattress, uh, and and I really like it a lot. Uh, the purchasing experience is is pretty awesome. The deliver it, they deliver it to you in a box the size of a mini fridge or so. Yeah, for and you got a king. I got a, and that's a king size. Yeah, and um, it's very it's heavier than a mini fridge is. Sure, by by quite a bit. It's two person lift. It's a two person lift, or I have a dolly.
1: It weighs about as much as a king
0: mattress. Y- yeah, I actually. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: it's small. What but I did was yeah. I
0: did it. I did it myself. I rolled it up the stairs, like <laughs> you know, flip it and flip over and yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, wrote it down. You can buy it easily online. It's completely risk-free. You can try sipping on a Casper mattress, uh, and they understand the importance of truly trying out a mattress that you spend, if you're lucky, a third of your life on. And I say if you're lucky because eight hours a night is is asking for a lot for, I think, most people. Uh, they offer free delivery, painless returns with a 100-day period on it. You can try it out uh, for 100 days before deciding if you want to keep it or return it, so you don't have to lie down in a showroom in that awkward situation that we all uh, hate and see on uh, uh, sitcom comedy shows all the time. Uh, Casper the, mattresses the
3: things that you can achieve in a hundred days.
0: That's true. Mm. On a mattress, like good sleep, Josh. Yes. Like excellent sleep, patterns. productivity throughout the day, yes. To
3: workplace.
0: Yes, exactly. Uh, yes. Casper mattresses are made in the USA. You get free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. In uh, Canada, you get a Casper mattress for five hundred bucks for a twin or nine hundred and fifty for a king size. And if you compare that to industry averages, that is an outstanding. Price point. You can save an additional 50 bucks towards a mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash PCPer and enter the code PCPer. That's casper.com slash PCPer. Enter code PCPer. Terms and conditions apply, and we thank Casper for their support of PC Perspective. I almost said another show, but PC Perspective. That's the one we're on here now. All right, let's run through some news items. Jeremy, DirectX 12, Deus Ex. Uh, Deus Ex came out totally kind oh. of spaced on it, to be honest with you.
2: I, a, a beta came out, oh. which is going to enable DX 12 support.
0: Your oh, card right. supports it okay.
2: on the game. It is a beta. Uh, and just to repeat again, this is a beta. This is not final how it's going to work. This is not even... It's a peak DirectX 12 performance, okay, more or less. Uh, and so we had two different people uh, reviewing it. Uh, Guru 3D... Took a peek at it. And, you know, they're going for the old fraps sort of thing. And. uh,
0: Tech Report looked at it too,
2: it looks like. Yeah. Second I can remember his name, Jeff. (laughs) From uh, Guru 3D.
0: Oh, no, that Jeff is from Tech Report. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, But uh, they took a look at it, but they do the fraps thing. Yep. And so, long story short, you switch to high definition DirectX 12 AMD cards are producing more frames. Than they are, are producing more frames per second than the Nvidia cards, right? Or the top end video cards from Nvidia—they're already capped out. You don't see anything. Oh, uh, okay. Lee, recently, Jeff at Tech Report, who also supports our uh, frame rating, got a hold of it. Yep, and the results were a little bit different. A lot. Uh, if you flip to his uh, 99th percentile, yep, th- that's sort of the thing right there. The number of frames you see above fifty milliseconds are actually significantly worse under DX12 than they are under DX11. So it means, yeah, you're getting more frames, but your picture is tearing.
1: Yeah, because you could see a bunch of latency spikes in the uh, like if you scroll. Oh, right? it's
2: like the old uh, crossfire stuff. Yeah, like
1: right? there's a bunch of they're occasional. They're not happening like all of the no, time. No, they're not huge, and
2: they're not the pattern that we
1: used to see either. I mean, that should but be that should be noticeable. Like that's like it's dropping.
2: It's just like stuttering. Am I for missing several this? The
0: DX12 version is more stuttery. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. That's the
2: story on AMD. Our more is jumping about fifty milliseconds. I would say, and Nvidia. Yeah.
0: Not by oh, yes. much. The, but... Look at those peaks. Yeah.
2: The green spikes yeah, do AMB's go up a little bit. That, bad. that would be the other key takeaway from this: is switching from DX11 to DX12 on an Nvidia card essentially doesn't really do anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. We've seen that before. You,
2: you, you really don't notice it at all. AMD, you're actually noticing a difference, right? Okay. Again, I stress this is a peak at DX12. Don't consider this, you know, the definitive. Oh, this is how AMD is going to be with DX12. You could consider it the definitive on how NVIDIA's current generation are because, well, they're not really doing DX12. Well,
4: does anyone? Oh. Did anyone put out drivers for this game? Uh, uh, yes, uh, AMD, AMD did. Brought, okay.
2: Uh, I'm not going to say game ready because that would be wrong. Uh, They dropped some new drivers on the launch date of this patch.
4: Beta And and so
2: it's interesting to see. There are differences. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see once actually some of the bugs get ironed out. But hey, like you said, it's a beta. Exactly. It's a beta.
0: So the results don't count. It doesn't matter that it's actually a game that you can play right now,
2: so that's interesting Well, guys. most games you can play right now are betas but yeah it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see touche touche uh
0: this was an interesting uh story that i saw swing by that scott wrote up a, a quick post about uh i'm not gonna try to pronounce his last name but how would you guys try to pronounce it actually jeremy you give it a shot
4: adrian say again you, you skipped one ryan did i no yeah you don't, don't have an about. article for oh, it yeah,
0: oh i don't have an article for it yes uh before we get to adrian c uh gfe 3.0 came out we didn't have a news story on this uh but somebody sent me a note on twitter well it's because i don't have a login for it so i couldn't check
2: it out
1: i'm looking at the story
0: was it just posted i don't know it's there what time was it posted josh or josh allen i don't see it anyway um so what they do here they uh updated it they added some stuff some features i'm sure it's cool blah 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 uh, But apparently, they do they require you to log in now yes. to do anything?
1: You try to run GFE, the old GFE, and all yeah. you get is a screen that says, hey, install the new GFE. Like, you can't even do anything with the interface anymore. So then you... Even
0: if you don't upgrade.
1: Right. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So you can't even use the old one. It's, like, not usable anymore. And then you... So you have to they really? force an update... And then when the update comes up, hey, log in for this. And you can't click anywhere else other than, like, the login. So like, you can't even, a- like,
0: access the thing where, like, you can change your in-game settings and stuff?
1: Nope. And then I and then I was like, I'm a kind of person that doesn't like using a Facebook login or a whatever login, because those True. are options. Right. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll make the account with them. But mm-hmm. then they're like, oh, we want this and that and your birthday and blah, blah, blah. And I was like... Yep. So I just kind of, like, left my desktop sitting there... <laughs> <laughs> with just the, the birthday thing. This is really like, They really need baby. my birthday just for GFE? For like you know, my, my video driver? thing. are happy birthday. Yeah, no, even, no, yeah, no, no I don't hard. need GFE
2: wishing well, me a freaking happy birthday. Why not? They started this months ago.
4: When uh, I know. If you want makes to get the driver, happy. you need to sign it. No, they threatened to do it months well, ago. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like last year.
1: They threatened to do it, and there was backlash. Yeah, but they never
0: actually did it until now. So the no. first their, their first move was that they made it so if you wanted beta drivers, right. you had to get them through GFE. You couldn't download it from Gforce dot com. Yeah, and they, I remember they said maybe it was maybe it was this year, but like after CES, they were going to have you log in. Like
2: uh, it was May May or so yeah, that, that I they did that.
3: But you know this this is a really good thing if AMD could jump on it and say you know what we don't require this crap. If you want the latest drivers from us
0: yeah that, just get it that'd be a good marketing point but I'm not gonna spend like350 dollars to prove that point <sighs> no. right like if you've already got an Nvidia card you're not gonna you're probably not gonna return it and I guess that's what Nvidia is counting on but if that's true that like you had pre 3.0 and you couldn't use it anymore
1: like here's a you know comment on story I uninstalled GFE like the guy doesn't like the fact they had to log in, so he just uninstalled but like, GFE. like, if you
0: had two point whatever, two point two, whatever the last version was before three, when you started it, you literally Correct. couldn't do anything. My GFE,
1: Correct. my old GFE that was already installed on my system, I double-clicked the icon to pull up GFE, yeah. and all it was was this interface now which, with the big button in the middle, click to install the new GFE. Like, you know, we've, you know, upgraded your whatever experience, blah, 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 or whatever. So did it
0: already install? Did you have background installs? No, no, it
1: did the install. Like, I had to click the thing. It did the install. And then I had the new interface. It's like, we're not going to do shit for you until you log in. I was like, oh, okay.
3: Yeah, I did some uh, uh, gurgling,
2: and there was more than just, like, a couple of dozen people complaining about that. There There were several hundred.
3: So, GFE actually stands for Go F. Go, everybody. Fuck, go yeah. fuck everybody. <laughs> and Scott, you
2: missed one oh, of the tags man. that you have to put on these stories, which is called dirt, Dirty Pool. Because this is Dirty Pool.
0: That's really stupid. Like, it's. Even if you said you required a login to, like, download a driver after you had the software installed. Final, like, torrented. Why can't I access Why can't. Are you? So, you couldn't do game recording. You couldn't do, like, do your optimal settings you can do anything in the yeah. software
1: so now if i want to run uh shadow play yeah i have to create a login with them or sign Christ in or give them my dude. facebook account or give them my whatever the third option was J-
4: just use your raptor account just log in with that yeah. <laughs> yeah this
0: i mean to be fair i mean to be completely honest with everybody this is like this is what happens when competition is bad
4: no it What is? no because amd because- doesn't require this no no, yeah, no that's they what i'm do. saying yeah they do like for their what? for their game setting thing, it's through Raptor, and you have to have a Raptor account. You do? Yeah, that. it's well, a third party. Yeah, third party but I completely ignore thing, it you know. quite happily. Yeah, oh. and that's fine. But really, like to, to, to say it. that AMD do, like doesn't force you to do the same thing for a lot of the stuff like isn't true. I guess that's
0: that's the case. I just can't. I don't know. I don't know why Nvidia needs to build up a mailing list of
4: people. Really, you don't
0: like. If you're if you're that dominant in market share and on product quality and on driver updates, all the other crap that everybody claims, then
3: I don't know. Hey, hey have you ever watched the movie They Live? No. Yeah. Consume.
4: Anyway. Anyway, next. I'm story. here to
2: kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm exactly
4: all the bubble gum. Just oh, you mean just nuke just, just make sure you use a unique password for this account. Let's be honest.
0: Yeah, dude, Yeah, don't use your password. Use for everything on the Nvidia login. <laughs> don't really.
2: use a the common password for anything. Well, yes. Well, I
0: know. But everybody
2: use the password Jensen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if everybody's password salted, to somebody the same. should make
2: a generic GFE login.
0: And am uh, sure somebody's sharing that already, but like, and we always we talked about it before that like one yeah, person 10, is going to go in, installs. download the driver, and then host it somewhere. No, so but just like just, like, just like make the, the
1: username like you know go fuck yourself or something, and like.
0: But what if they save all your settings based on your login? Mm, okay, well that's not okay. Is everybody
1: sharing yeah. settings then? Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. So it's the guy using okay. the 960 is trying to figure out why the 1080 settings ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> What's going on? Uh, all right, our next story, Adrian C. Hey,
3: his name, his last name is actually pronounced Throat Wobbler Mangrove. No. He's not from the silly party. <sighs> Adrian Throat Wobbler Mangrove.
2: Fatang Fatang Biscuit Barrel. I don't know, I
3: don't know what mind. language they're speaking. Don't I think know. it's What's English. Going
4: on. No, it's the bad English. Uh, yeah, so
0: uh, what Adrian has done here, this is actually really cool, um, where... He breaks down how a frame is rendered in Doom. Cool. Like all the steps that go through uh, in order to get to a fully rendered frame. It's it's you know it's 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 incredibly complicated, but he does a good job of breaking it down. I think in a way that's uh, addressable by the average gamer. Right. So he gives you you know there's pictures in here like here's the final frame. Here's what uh, a mega texture. Yes. Yeah. Look at all those textures. This is what a mega texture looks like. Here is I've never seen a picture of buffers. a mega texture before. Now you have. Like that's cool. Here's like depth maps, and it kind of progress through sixty percent. I want to play that version 100%. of Doom. Yeah, I just
1: want everything to look like a mosaic of stuff everywhere. <laughs> I didn't know
0: I didn't know a thing existed that was a velocity map. I guess it makes sense to. Uh, oh, it's for the uh, for special, uh, special effects like motion blur and yeah, stuff for like blur, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's. I mean, there's all kinds of really cool images in here and examples in here. Uh that if you are interested in it at all, I would very highly encourage you to go to go check it out. It's uh it's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive stuff. Um it's sizable. It's an amazing
3: amount of work that goes into each frame.
0: Yeah, and, and think about yeah. it, when we get less than sixty of those each second, we get we pissed. Can, we get mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, you and that's only have
4: sixteen point six milliseconds to do all of this. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Get your shit together, guys. <laughs> Uh, so that story is, uh, you can find it linked on com. It's, it's it's pretty cool. The animations and the pictures are pretty
1: sweet. Mm-hmm. It's like, just, mm-hmm. just stepping through pictures. But,
0: yeah. 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 Um, cool. Jeremy, you wrote this news post. We've seen this <laughs> uh, like demoed a couple times, but I don't know if I've ever seen it presented in this way. Now it's like, you say it's not a Proton Pack, but it really looks, totally like, a looks proton, like a Proton Pack. It, it proton
3: really pack. does, you know. That was the first at? thing I thought when I saw it. How warm does that get on your back? That's what I well, want to know. Listen, that's a thermal oh, reactor. Those intake and, like,
0: fans at the top are out, up here.
3: Because if that's out.
0: output, that's got to be exhaust.
3: Your,
2: your head's getting warm because it's right there. Listen, if you hook <sighs> up the
1: right the side, if you hook up the right tubing to it, you can like you know, <laughs> after you're done mowing your lawn, you can just do some VR stuff out in the driveway and just like blow your grass off your driveway at the same time. True.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's got also the least ergonomic thing in the world, I'm sure. Like the flat back, you mean? It's like having a brick on your back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, there's
0: an HDMI port, USB ports, uh, audio ports. Audio. So, what are we looking at, Jeremy? What the hell is this? Well, that's uh, the VR backpack, Uh,
2: the VR1. MSI VR1. the Ecto 1. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But it's about uh, 3.6 kilos of computing power sitting right there on your back uh that's where it belongs right
0: (laughs) look at at that guy look how much fun he's having he's just having so much fun fun.
2: but that's also the usage for it because you're walking around you've got no base station whatsoever
0: well no you still have the lighthouses you have to stay between the lighthouse
2: system well true but you're not connected to anything physically yes so you're not tripping over wires you're not uh yanking something out that's true Because at the bottom left and right, those are detachable batteries.
0: Oh, okay.
2: So you've got two of them, and they're hot-swappable. So you can actually pull one out, be charging it while you're using the one. There's a switch on it, because they actually say in the PR, you can switch between batteries in gameplay without shutting off the game. All right. Which leads me to ask how exactly you're doing that (laughs) while you're in PR, but... You got your buddy. You've got a friend watching it. Yeah, (laughs) got a friend who's bored out of his mind watching you play VR. And and I'm kind of curious that they're saying uh, one and a half hours full speed gameplay. So they're they're probably still lions, like they're relatively small, and that's a lot of density
4: of power in a very small package. But an hour and a half. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Look at the thing. It's a laptop and they moved the battery and allowed you to put them in parallel. You know,
1: we have enough yeah. problems with these batteries and phones right now. I really well, hope they're not sourcing from that same particular Chinese company that Samsung was. It was the
4: charging it, side. Keep the knife in, life, in your
2: pocket in case you get real.
0: Yeah. That's a much bigger issue. It was the yeah. charging side. It wasn't the batteries. Did, did, yeah.
4: did so on on a side note, did you see that press release? They talked about how in rare circumstances there was accidental connection of the cathode and the anode of the battery. Yeah. What is another uh, word for that, Alan?
1: Thing? Shorting out the battery. <laughs>
4: yes.
1: We just yeah, that's a heck of a charging circuit. You had to try to throw some technical term at you. I just want a lot of electrons to move with the battery. It's quick charge. And charging. I'm a charging All at circuit. Once. Yeah. So I'm just going to like connect I can move them the
2: fastest <laughs> if I just connect these two. Yeah.
0: Jeremy, is there any pricing on this backpack yet? We
2: have no frickin' idea what the pricing <laughs> will be, hmm. and all we know is inside will be some unspecified overclocked Intel CPU yeah. and a 10 series from NVIDIA, 1070, probably a 1080. I but imagine it's going
4: to cost about 30% more than an MSI gaming laptop.
0: <laughs> really? Because there's no At screen. Least. Right? like you're, yeah, you're, but it's you're a niche how many of those
4: do you think, yeah, yeah, no,
0: think yeah, they yeah, make that's, that, that's yeah. a niche market Ryan I would get the it. same as a, as as an equivalent no. laptop that's what I would guess 10 cents per oh, game and the other the other the thing, thing to mention price. is
2: as a oh, game that's laptop. pretty beacon. go ahead jeremy they're they're claiming 41 decibels at full load because that would be the other question is how, mean, how loud is got it headphones so, on
0: but this idiot's not wearing headphones he should have the earbuds in. He doesn't even have the earbuds oh, on. Know you how can to see the the, the the loose connection oh. right there. It's not connected. So,
4: so you plug the Vive power into this thing? Like, uh, you have to. It's right? powered off of everything.
1: It, yeah. uh, dude, he's not even wearing a bands. That means it has to have a twelve volt like supply as well for right. the Vive. Oh, 12. I sure. Because it has a separate like line that usually goes to a power brick.
4: That'll be that one on the uh, right yeah, side.
2: but if they give you the right cable,
4: then it's just a DC.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know.
2: No, it's obviously been designed so you can walk around with it. Yeah. Even if the guy in the picture is not necessarily. You gotta
0: have a cigarette lighter adapter <laughs> to get it to work, though. Oh man. Then you can game at your tailgate. The
2: party.
3: world the world is a crazy. Yeah, thing. what cars come with a cigarette lighter anymore?
0: Um but they all but here's my none of them. But they all have the <laughs> stupid place for it. Yeah. Just give me an AC plug. Like nobody. But now we
4: have this ecosystem
0: of accessories
2: that are all
4: stupid and inverting. But you don't have like fifteen
0: of those cigar light or cigarette lighter adapters. I
2: did. I have several.
4: Tape deck.
2: Your eight track. Your (laughs) USB. (laughs) I
0: I have several of those, but they're like they they get loose sometimes. Sometimes they just pop out on their own. Like just give me an AC plug with a max wattage on it, and let's move on with
1: our life. They don't want to put like relatively high voltage stuff in a car.
4: Yeah, like Hitachi magic wand for x ex- for accident purposes. I mean, my car has a built-in inverter.
0: My car in is one back. giant battery. Let me access said battery. <laughs> I they could put have it in the back, ultimate... though, right? Like in a trunk? Could, I
4: no, can have a it's VR. In rea- it's, it's in the so back, back of the rear console.
1: Yeah. Oh, you oh you came you got that one. D- d- that like is. <laughs> they remove your cup holder and they give you that. It's right? bullshit.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I could have my car be like a VR car. It's right. True. It, it, plug it in there. Frame I mean, it little drives little. itself. I mean, no. I
1: drive
2: past
0: Ryan. driving around.
1: He's got autopilot on. He's got the
4: he's got, the five he's, got a, he's got a G twenty nine mounted yeah. on top of it. Yeah,
1: he's got like his car rigged up so that the the wheel and the pedals just decouple from the actual car when he goes in autopilot mode,
2: and they're just the actual wheel and pedals well, for I, the I game. I can see it. Wow, this right? commute's really boring. I'm going to go play some Forza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: Once you get autonomous
0: cars, where your your car you're seeing it just rotate 180 degrees, right? Yeah. And then you have the fake steering wheel behind you, so you can play in the racing. Yeah. So
1: you it know, can that, get that, super. Uh, sick. That,
3: that's not going to mess yeah. with people. And then, and then like the, the
1: police, <laughs> the police gets called, you know, and the cop comes out, and he's like, you know, pacing along to the side of Ryan, and then Ryan makes a sharp left in the game, like this. And his car doesn't actually go anywhere, but the cop runs himself off the road and spins off because he thought that, like, Ryan was just going so to turn. Those boys in. are
4: at it again.
1: It's not my fault. You know. It's yeah. not my fault.
0: That's the Spy Hunter DLC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh,
1: wow. All right.
0: So let's talk about this one, guys. Uh, remember Euclidean? Yes. There was a company, and I had to look this up because I forgot how long ago we started to infinite see Infinite Pixel stuff. Infinite, Infinite, unlimited Infinite detail geometry. Yeah, um, and so we started seeing this in like 2011, right? Um, and they they came out and they had this 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 idea of point cloud atom based systems for geometry yep. instead of polygons, um, and then they came out with like a demo where they built a you. They built a one-kilometer-square island out of just this stuff, and you could zoom in and out, and, and it didn't seem it's, to affect it's performance It's basically
1: get rid of the raster stuff, right? Kind of? Kind of, uh, sort of. Kind of? Yeah. Everything
3: kinda. was database-kind of driven. Yeah. so yeah, It still is.
0: I did an interview. Hey, look. Peace perspectives Perspective live. Uh, I did an interview with the CEO this week, last week, uh, of Euclidean. His name's Bruce Dell. Uh, apologize for his video quality in the call. He is in Australia, so that's this how the internet works in Australia.
1: Packets had to go through. Uh, yeah, you know,
0: it's a long cable underneath the ocean. Okay, yeah. um, and they talked about it, and basically, what they're they're new the the thing that is new to them now is that they have figured out a way to do animation. Right? If you think about like, you know, there he you know he kind of went before, into stuff about were, he's being a very small company, and everything they showed beforehand was static. Image. Yeah, there were static. You environment. could rotate around it. Yeah, static yeah. environment. You could yeah. you could rotate around it. You could move through it, but nothing animated. Nothing moved. Yep. There was no explosions. There was no game occurring in any of it. Right, um,
1: which is tricky if you're doing it a completely different way and you have this huge database worth of points. In it space, is, and, right? it's,
0: and it's a database that he described as uh, doing a 3D search algorithm in to find points. Because basically, what you do is you have this massive database of of points. That he claimed you could stream off of a standard hard drive and have no latency issues. Yep. Um and you're basically like mapping a pixel on your screen to a to a point that exists.
4: Yeah, right?
1: but it, your screen is like which direction you're looking. So yeah. it has to look up only the points that are in Correct. your field of view and yeah. put them in the right places. And, and
0: and what they've done recently, and if you look at the if you look at this video over here, Ken, for a second. Um, this part right here, after the the cloudy stuff, uh, is part of what they 've opened up these things called hollow decks. well not the, they're not calling them that they're calling them like uh, VR theme parks essentially yeah and the idea here is that let me find there's a longer uh, span of that in here somewhere um, that they're using some of that unlimited detail to uh, create this environment with which people can interact. And then they, they actually have like a hologram portion of it where apparently using only passive glasses that kind of filter light into some way that they won't say yeah. um, makes some of the wavelengths appear outside of the screen in front of you and you yeah. can actually walk all the way around it huh. because of the way the projectors are set up. It sounds really, really cool. I'd like to go try it, but they apparently only exist in China and Australia all right. right now. Uh, both those places are far away. Um, so and Saudi
2: Arabia will get it next, so... Yeah, it yeah.
0: Again. It's. I, don't I mean, know. I'm seeing people complain that it looks
2: like it's all pre-rendered images. It, it sort of jumps in that way. That yes, it actually does look that way. Well, some of the and okay, that's disappointing from what the hype that they're giving us. At the yeah. same time, I really want to try this. Yeah,
0: it, I pushed. It really them, looks interesting. I pushed them very hard to say like, you need to release something like a demo yep. of something. Even if it's not an SDK, it doesn't have to be a developer kit. It doesn't have to be like an engine ready for people to create things. But you need to put out something that's like let people interact and see it because they've been talking about it for so long yep. now. And um, they ask for a lot of forgiveness on things. Not forgiveness. They ask for a lot of like, take it, like trust me on this. This yeah, is how faith? we're doing it. Right? Believe what we yes, say. Yes, thank you. You'd think I'd know that term starting a church. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> Uh, but, like, we've got animations working. We we, we figured out how to do uh, our own lighting because like all these things that were built, like, these tools that were built to work on polygon-based 3D models mm-hmm. don't work on point cloud-based 3D models.
1: Yeah, they're not even accelerating with the GPU at all right now.
0: No, it's completely cpu Yeah, it's
1: all CPU what they're yeah. doing.
0: So it's it's interesting to hear them talk, and and they're still Bruce is still a little bit vague in some areas uh, that I wish that they were not. Yeah, one thing that they're well, pushing, they were vague five years ago too.
1: That's true. one, one yes. thing that they're pushing for for this specifically now is that like their rendering method would work better in some cases for some things you would look at in VR. Right? Yes, for like,
0: example, um, uh, bump like, mapping. Yeah, bump
1: map. Usually, there's a bump map. It just work. it's just it's actually a flat texture. But it's just it's manipulated in such a way where it looks like it's 3D to you when you're just in the environment, in the right. game environment or whatever. But if you're in VR, some of that stuff breaks because, yes. it's, yeah. you know, it looks the same kind of 3D flat way to both of your eyes. That yeah, there's some strange
3: specular lighting applied to yeah, it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and now three lights. But to counter that, I think you have to be really right up on something.
0: No,
3: Jeremy, Notice or four.
1: To notice that difference. Like, uh, I don't it, know the answer to that. If, if, you, most, of mean, the, if most if you have a bump mapped thing that's just in the distance, like the wall that's a little bit far away. You're
0: bump mapping until you're getting close. Because the idea of bump mapping well, is that you have a flat texture that you want to appear to have geometry on it. You're yeah. faking the ge- the geometry of a yeah. texture. But, but right? right, So it's up- like as, a, as you're like... Looking across a wall, yeah. perpendicular to a wall, you want it to look like it has stones that are coming out of it, or something like that. But by right up on it, I mean like
1: so close to it that the directions that your two eyes are looking at it is different enough to where it's things are going weird in your head with the bump map.
0: Right? I, I think in VR they're not applying a bump map at all. Oh, that would be my guess in games and stuff. I would, I would, I would think so. That's...
1: I'm pretty sure no, they, are. they go to
0: normal maps. I think th- I don't think they apply bump maps because. Like the whole idea is that it would break it. Like if you ever came across one, it would break it. Yeah. And if and if there's no benefit to your eyes to see it, why bother even doing the processing for it?
1: Um, my argument is just I don't think it breaks it that badly. To it, the point I mean, where it, it does. I don't think it breaks it so that they're not using.
0: I think it absolutely does. Mm, okay. Because, I mean, I don't know. Josh, input.
3: Yeah, uh, bum maps aren't really used much anymore. It's uh, shading, okay. geometry shading, tessellation, uh, and normal mapping. Okay, so then if
1: there's all the solutions for it that are not bump maps are so, already there, then why is that? A but big those argument may not
3: guys? also work for.
0: Yeah, I don't know for the yeah. VR side of things. I mean, the. I
3: think this is really it's, interesting,
0: Josh. What are your thoughts on this? This Euclidean engine stuff.
3: You know, it was, it was impressive. What four, five years ago? Yep. And it was interesting, especially because we were. You know, facing some real computational issues of higher levels of geometry. And those have not exactly been solved, but there are enough workarounds that people are not complaining about it. It's like, remember back in 2004, 2005, the pointy heads in Doom? You had, you know, these these heads that are only, you know, 30 or 40 triangles, but they applied Mm -hmm. a normal map to them, and so... They kind of had features and stuff to them, but they still had a pointy head. Yep. It it it's you know geometry is at the point where you've got one hundred fifty thousand triangles a scene, and for most people that's that's perfectly fine. Right. Um, I will. I will s- could.
0: Go ahead. I will say I will counter that uh, included in in the video that Euclidean released last week. Here's an example of your bump. Yeah, there's maps, the bump photo. maps. That's what it looks like in two D, and then in three D they will show it. And like you, you just I can't apply a a a, a map to it when there's two yeah. directions. Like you can't.
1: Yeah, I, I would say you could do it just using the center. Uh, whatever. Yeah.
0: Um. The they have a they have a, they have a quote a video of Michael Abrash talking about needing a two or three order of magnitude increase in geometry processing in order to make VR um palatable towards the future. Right, yeah. and so, and that's his Bruce. Yeah, because you've Bruce's always got there. two
3: different viewpoints to any single.
0: Well, yeah, that I mean, that texture. that helps it. But I mean, look at something like Nvidia's um, multi-pass shading or multi-pass geometry. I forget what the name of it was um, that, that would that would cull some of that. But Abrash uh, simultaneous multi-projection. They were talking about like th- the closer you can get to things and and when you have direct interaction with them. In a VR system, like polygonal structures that aren't very high polygon count stand Mm -hmm. out more. Um, I think Abrash uses the term they look like cheesy stage show effects or something to that. Right, and he's just calling for a higher geometry capability. And in theory, the unlimited detail engine, the Euclidean engine, would would offer an unlimited amount of geometry detail. Um, Depending on you know, we go into more stuff in the story about like whether or not you create. Uh, but they basically the two ways they have to create their data is to scan the real world through mm-hmm. laser scanners, or take a, like an incredibly high poly count object and convert it to point data, and then
3: yeah. move on. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like a supercharged voxel.
0: It is, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's voxels. They talk about um, sparse voxel, voctri- uh, no sparse voxel octrees. It's the, as part of the algorithm truce, they use for yes. searching, which was a term I first heard from uh, John well, Carmack in, in, a, in an interview I did with him on ray tracing way back in the day. And in this interview I do with Bruce, he talks about the similarities of the path tracing algorithm of ray tracing versus the point searching algorithm. Yeah, uh, it should be very similar. For- but he says like, we don't use any point – we don't use any multiplier divides. It's only adds and – Really? Subs, yeah, like it's it's well, that's, that's why, why they, they can, can use the, uh, that's why
2: it's coming straight from storage instead of going through RAM. Yeah. Cuz it, it it's designed to be that way. Yep. I don't know, it, it's going to be interesting to see how they can deliver and the interesting thing is after 5 years they actually have a couple of these hollow parks. Yeah. So, hey, they've actually got something. Someone yeah. will be able to go out there and actually see it at some point. I would like to see and tell us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if, I mean, if there's anybody in Australia that is in, on the Ivory Coast, or no, is it the Golden Coast side?
3: Uh, both Ivory uh, and Golden are Africa.
0: No, uh, right? what's the what's the uh, uh, western Gold side Coast, of Australia
3: called? I don't remember. Victoria. I know,
4: but you just alienated everyone in Australia. So
0: that's fine. If anybody in Australia, has been have too long since
4: internet, been to Australia.
0: Uh, has tried it? I would love to hear feedback. And I also wonder in those. Um, Kind of theme park things. How much of the experience is the the unlimited detail engine versus how much of it is the hologram VR stuff that's going on? And if you if you could just do it in, in you know standard polygon rendering, and would it be any different uh, necessarily? So uh, check out that interview if you're interested in that. And I think uh, there was a story at Hard OCP, an interview at Hard OCP that uh, Jeremy linked to as well. So let's get to our yeah, last. Yeah, because you didn't tag your
2: story properly, so it didn't come up when I searched for it. I didn't have a story at all. Oh, that video was from Surprise.
0: Yeah, I just added – I was going to write a news post, and then I saw that you had written one, so I just added my video to your post. Yeah. Uh, two more news stories before we get here. Josh, anything – what's interesting about this uh, bit that Tim posted, Global Foundries adding a 12-nanometer
3: node to their roadmap? Okay, so a couple years back, <clears throat> Kitty says hi. Right. <laughs> hi, Kitty. Your master yeah, get it, is looking down upon you. Yes, well, she's going to jump to the other chair now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ready? One, two, three, jump. Good Kitty. <laughs> so anyway, uh, before FinFETs hit, uh, the, the SOI group developed a product called FDSOI, fully depleted SOI. And they threw it out to the industry and said, hey, this is a really good thing. Uh, you're going to go way past uh, bulk silicon performance, and uh, you don't have to apply FinFets to this. And nobody listened to them except SD Micro. SD Micro developed a 28-nanometer FDSOI process, and it kind of kicked ass. But the problem was they were the only one who developed it, and they had it in a fab that was like 5,000 wafer starts a month, which is not a lot that's not a lot at all for any kind of mass-produced products. I mean, they showed off some uh, Cortex-A series products running at like near 3 gigahertz at the time when, you know, people in the bulk processes were were hitting 2 to 2.2 gigahertz. I mean, uh, and they pulled down low power. Uh, They were able to apply back bias. So, um, you know... Power at idle was extremely low. Mm. And so, but Sounds nobody all embraced this. They they thought, okay, well, we're going to, don't worry about FDSOI because you're looking at about 30% increase in wafer prices. We're just going to do this 20 nanometer planar bulk silicon, and I think it's going to work out. Well, guess what? It didn't. <laughs> but nobody invested in FDSOI because, well, there's been like, only a handful of, of groups that have used even PDSOI, which is the previous technology, partially depleted. Right. And that's like AMD and IBM were the main consumers. And there were some R, you know, RF-SOI type uh, applications that, that did use that stuff. But everything else was kind of bulk. And Intel decided to do, you know, we're going to stay with bulk, we're going to do FinFETs. Except what they didn't tell you is that FinFETs are... Based on a fully depleted layer, and you think back, and it's like, why? Why did we avoid all this when we could have done like a 20 nanometer FD SOI and gotten the same performance and and scaling as 22 nanometer uh, FinFed? Right. Well, it didn't work out that way, <clears throat> but the technology is there. It's less expensive to do planar still. Than to have a longer development cycle to do FinFETS. Um, so they have released a twenty eight nanometer FDSOI, Global Foundries have, that's based I think off of ST micros. They're now introducing a twenty two nanometer FDSOI that they call twenty two FDX. Uh, that's the product name. And they've announced this next generation, what, 12? twelve FDA? Yep. FDX. Uh, but unfortunately that's not gonna be out for a while. So you're looking at late this year for 22 FDX. Um, You can, I think, get 22, 28 FDX now. But who's going to do that? I'm I'm not entirely sure. Uh, You can do a lot of lower end arm stuff and get really, really good low power performance out of 28 FDX. Uh, 22 again, it's coming later this year. But it's nice to see 12 FDX. It's, it's an option for some of these lower power, lower cost uh, products that you don't have to do FinFET design for, which adds complexity to the entire design, but you can still get near FinFET performance at these much smaller geometries. So, you know, they always talk about Internet of Things, you know, IoT stuff, uh, utilizing this because they're low power, they're, they're good enough performance. And uh, they're still small enough that you can get you know, hundreds of chips per wafer. So everything is, is relatively inexpensive. And you don't have to do FDSOI, which is a more complex process to be able to lay down all these layers and, and get them to grow properly. So that's kind of what Global Foundries is doing. And it's unfortunately they only kind of decided to do that about two years ago because it takes a long time to develop these processes. If they had have decided four years ago... You know, maybe we would have seen FDSOI GPUs uh, you know, two years ago rather than the fin finfet stuff we are seeing now in lower quantities than perhaps we would want. Yes. But you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, people didn't go that way. Fair because enough. SOI has always been kind of a niche and, and only AMD and IBM have really embraced it.
0: Yep. Interesting, I, timelines suck.
3: Yeah, they do. Yeah, whatever. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, last, uh, I didn't see what this was, Jeremy, but I, it looked interesting. I, Nvidia announced, I guess, was this two days ago? Yesterday? Yes. Oh, yesterday. Uh, yesterday, yesterday uh, new HPC cards. I guess. Oh yeah. What What are we looking at here? What's interesting about these? Uh,
2: new Pascal. Okay. Uh new Pascal that's looking very, very tasty for people that are into high-performance computing. So if you're trying to translate speech to text or recognize faces in pictures, that sort of thing, this is your go-to card because the uh performance is just ridiculous. So these uh, are
0: GP104, GP102-based... Um Okay, so we 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 have a general idea of what the performance levels of these cards are. I Except guess. Except
2: in these ones, it's the uh, 8-bit. Oh, eight bit.
0: Oh, when
2: you're doing neural network. Oh, okay, all right. Y- you want eight bit? It it it's diminishing returns. If you go more than eight bit, it takes a lot more time to calculate it. Well, sure. the answers you get are that much more specific.
4: Yeah, the but, way they're pitching uh, depends on your workload. The I'm way sure. they're pitching these cards is. You train the neural net on like a Tesla P100 or very high end GPUs. And when you need to run images through the neural net, you use like a P40 because it's yeah. super, super efficient at eight and recognizing stuff and can just okay. chew through all of that. All
2: right. And so they're also putting a little bit of a program beside this as well so that you don't have to call on these guys until you actually need them. So the idea is that we can do local processing, uh, be it for security reasons or just because you're under a time crunch. And get a decent answer, or you can lease these cloud products because th- these things are going to be expensive enough that you're probably <laughs> going to be leasing a company that has a whole bunch of them as opposed to buying one. Right. But if you actually do need good answers, boom, you, you can head out to the old cloud <laughs> get answers, and it will rain down upon you in a more accurate way than you would be handheld. It, it's it's interesting that they're actually sort of doing a divide between the business models where. We, we know these are going to be leased by the high-end data centers, and we know that you guys need the slower ones, or at least cheaper ones. <laughs> right. And are sort of splitting it out that way. And so this is the next generation that's coming up. Jensen's obviously very excited about it, and the processing power behind it is pretty damn impressive because at, uh, what is it? 47 Tera Ops.
0: Uh, at 8-bit. Yeah. At 8-bit. That
2: That's... Just an ungodly number. Nice. It really is. Nice. So we'll be seeing those, but not in our systems. Yeah,
0: cool. Uh, Picks of the week. Let's get to that. Uh, Mine is, so I recently uh, installed my Xbox One S, which is the new slimmer Xbox One uh, that I didn't know at the time. I guess Ken informed me last week that it has a 4K Blu-ray player in it. It's like barely written on the box or anything. It's not not written on the (laughs) box at all. Yeah. It lists 4K and HDR output. You would, who would but figure, it, but it doesn't have, and it has a regular Blu-ray logo. Yeah, but it does not have a 4K Blu-ray or a I, UHD I Blu-ray. Is there a separate logo? I don't know, but there should be, like, because yeah. they're different discs. They should just say, say that it does it on the box, yeah, like, because
1: you know, potentially you're shopping. Like, I thought that would you were be lying selling.
0: to me, because I went over and looked at the box and go, ah, no, maybe he was thinking about Scorpio, whatever. and yeah. kind of put it back down. And I did research for whatever. Um, well, I went back. I turned it on. Uh, I bought Mad Max and Ooh. Uh, one of the, the X Men movie or something. Apocalypse.
3: Strawberry shortcake.
0: Yeah, strawberry shortcake. Uh, whatever it was. Shortcake. So I put in Mad Max uh, on Sunday or whenever it was, and lo <laughs> and behold, I go into the just it, it like starts to play the movie. And I'm like, well, how do I know what mode I'm working on? I go back into the Xbox settings and it's only running at 1080p, so I go to switch it to 4K, and like I have all these X marks about like your TV doesn't support 4K, uh, you can't display 4K output, you can't do games at output at 4K, you can't do video at 4K, blah, blah, blah. But your blah, TV blah. does
1: support all those things.
0: Yeah, and as I turned out, I looked at my receiver and it supports 4K 30. Yeah. But it doesn't do 4K 60 HDR 10 bit any of that type of stuff. So right. even though I had, so just, it wasn't HDCP. It was just no, it wasn't ink, copy protection. This doing okay. it's just like it has to have the capability
1: for to to read the stuff.
0: Like. Yeah, it, it it didn't it did, didn't didn't handle it. Yeah. So um, I started asking about new receivers, uh, and uh, Sebastian pointed me to Accessories for Less, which sounds like a website I would never have purchased from. Yeah, ever right. Uh, but he s- tells me this is the official kind of refurb outlet for some of these higher end brands like Denon and Onkyo and those guys. So I ended up picking up this the Denon uh, AVR S910W, 7.2 channel, 95 watt uh, receiver. Uh, it's pretty much the same kind of capabilities that I had. Otherwise, I was like looking at the backs of receivers. It's yeah. still, oh, yeah. oh, that's pretty hey,
3: it's got the Ess Saber DAX in there. Yeah, yeah, and
0: audio guys tell me that's. Oh, good. and it's
3: got old posts too. Hell yeah, it's got connections at the bottom.
0: Plus, it's got Wi-Fi antenna.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: So I got it in today. I'm going to install it. Uh, But, you know, key here is is as we look through, search for the words 4K. uh, This is HDMI 2.0A, 4K Ultra, 60 hertz, 444, pure color, uh, even just 21 by 9 aspect ratio, HTCP 2.2, all that type of stuff. So it is. It yeah. is ready, and home,
1: hopefully, can just get a firmware update for the future, the near future, at least, of <laughs> new
0: standards. Of the k <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. This is honestly, if I were making a recommendation for anybody buying TV stuff, I would say not to buy TV stuff. Don't buy receivers. Don't buy any of that for the foreseeable future. Give it a year to like. Where mature, are the is going to be at? Yeah. What are the uh, OLED technologies going to be at? the,
1: the um, Dolby
4: or yeah, the... Yeah, all the certifications. Yeah, whatever that they're yeah, going to need
0: to like level out before I would recommend
4: actually buying things. But from a receiver this, level, that's transparent because they're just using HDMI.
0: Yeah, but mine was yeah. using HDMI and it could do 4K, but it could only do 4K30, right? So is there going to be something that's like, this doesn't have enough bandwidth yeah. to, to handle or something going forward? I don't know. Probably, maybe not, but... Um, this meets the current maximum specs mm-hmm. of any of that type of stuff, uh, and it's so it's a refurb. it's paid three hundred forty nine bucks for it, which I think it's five seventy nine on Amazon. So you know, a, a, good deal, a good deal discount. Hopefully everything works. Hopefully properly. everything works. Is uh, it a full it, warranty? Or? It's got a one year warranty on it and everything. Oh, that's yeah, so yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, and it and it shipped that day. I ordered it. It showed up two days later. Like no complaints at all about uh, cool. about the service. So I'll I will report back for you guys. Next.
2: Well, I'm really glad that display technology is not getting more complex. Definitely not. <laughs> so that's, yeah, uh, that would just be silly. Listen, we all wanted better monitors from the HDMI 2.1 thing.
0: could have variable refresh. We might be able to run it at 24 yep. hertz or something like that, right? Like uh, all these, Does it support yeah. HDR?
3: Uh, the receiver it's,
0: does. Yeah, it it's mentions HDR to, yeah. specifically, yeah. All
2: right. Uh, so Lee has reviewed uh, the Supernova series uh, with the Platinum and the Gold because, well, They're awesome. But I spotted a bronze for us uh, people up in Canada that was actually at an amazingly decent price. It's kind of limited time, being new egg and all. Yeah. But uh, a 750 watt bronze certified PSU at 60 bucks after all the uh, discounts up here is pretty damn good. And considering the Bronze and the platinum, or, or sorry, the platinum and the gold have had such great reviews. The bronze isn't going to be quite as good, but you're only paying sixty bucks for it.
0: It's, yeah, it, it, it's, it's less than the hundred and sixty dollar one we just talked about. That's for uh, sure. Yeah,
2: and that would be northwards of nine of three hundred bucks here.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, I hey, and Canadian it comes with a power transition. on self
2: tester power supply. All
0: right,
3: cool. Nice. Next, me. Do we have to just just don't even mess with Notepad on Windows. Yep. Just download this. I agree. It's that it's, was me like last week. I mean, okay. Say say you're working on a comp file in uh, in Apache, and you download that to your machine, and you just want to edit it, but it just looks like crap, and you can't go through it, and it's just. Garbage in Notepad. Well, Notepad++ Plus adds so many nice features. And it allows it to work with so many other things like R and Linux and Apache. Yeah. And it's free. Yeah. And so if you're doing anything that requires you to actually get in there and not push buttons or radio <laughs> dials, this is a must-have for anybody doing that kind of work so Josh did you know yes. it does
2: tail minus f now it'll actually yes. do active log files yeah you, you can. Po- I, I picked this like wait why do I want to do that you go.
0: Oh, oh, well, if, if you've got okay, issues with okay, whatever
3: I gotcha. server you're running yeah. I see. and you want to <laughs> oh, no. see the active whatever log files client you've got running because your client's got yeah. notepad
2: plus plus installed on it I'll just update you in Open up one little tab that does a tail minus F on it. And it's then you keep working. And I come back in two hours and I see what happened. But yes, damn good pick. Thank cool. you, Jeremy.
0: And che- Alex. i choosing
2: myself.
1: <laughs> All right, so uh, even though I have decided I'm not going to get the phone that might need this thing, uh, it got me looking around and I thought, hey, this is pretty cool. So like the new iPhone, you need this $40 adapter to charge and listen to the audio at the same time.
0: Unless you're using wireless headphones, yes.
1: Yes, which annoyed some people that use the aux jack in oh, their yeah. car, right? Sure. Yeah. Like for my car, like I don't have Bluetooth, right, on my head unit, right? I have an aux input, so if I was to get that phone, like, that'd be kind of annoying. And then I thought, well, there's like I've like rented cars that just had a, a USB jack on them. Mm-hmm. That you plug in, it charges your phone, and the audio just magically goes to the stereo, like over the thing somehow. I mean, it's right? not
0: magic, but yeah.
1: I was like, so surely somebody has made an aftermarket <laughs> thing that can just add this functionality to a car. Sure, and turns out somebody has. So it's this uh, like I Simple as the company. It's listed a little funny on this Amazon link. Yeah, but a lot of times, like they have. It's it's supposed to be retail for like sixty five bucks or something, but Amazon has <laughs> these things for like thirty seven bucks. It's just it's a little. It's basically a little module that has a USB port on it, and it, you provide it plus twelve volts and ground from your car. You have to be like you know car stereo install level technical ability here. Right, this is not just like plug into your cigarette lighter thing. Like you have to you know. <laughs> It has two RCA jacks for like the left and right that you have to plug into somewhere
4: in your car. Right, so you have right? to adapt to plug into somewhere in your car. It, you have to do what? You have to adapt the RCA jacks to mini jacks. Plug it into uh, if, well, if head if have have, in. If you it. only have, if you only have, like, like if I went behind my head unit, there is a RCA. pair of RCA's. Yeah, sure.
1: Right. So some some of them will have that, or you can just adapt that to, uh, you know, phono. Stereo. But,
0: I would adapt you know. it to an FM transmitter so that you have to turn your car on. These A7 guys actually 9. make that. Oh.
1: These guys actually make that. This is the RCA out version. Okay, great. I, um, but I, this just adds that same functionality. So and it's and it's a uh, 2.4 amp charging, which is way faster than any rental just USB port in the dashboard I've yeah. ever seen charge. Uh,
4: my yeah, I guess my I solution know. to this was about a year ago. I got a AUX to Bluetooth adapter that I use in my car. Yeah. And it works really well. It was the Aki one. It's like twenty bucks. Yep. And you could get that. You yeah. still have to charge like your phone with something else. I'm sorry. Yeah, right? s- s-
0: it's your phone connects to Bluetooth to this device,
4: and then it connects to the aux jack. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so they actually give you a two by two point four amp USB cigarette light adapter. So you plug the USB that power for the Bluetooth in and- into it, and then you can plug your phone into it as well. They give you a dual port yeah. one. Yeah.
1: yeah. So they do make those. If you don't, if you don't want to go to the level of installing a usb port (laughs) into your car like i don't (laughs) like yeah like ken just has a thing that just plugs into his cigarette lighter and just does that stuff you still have to run wires to and from it obviously like the wire to your phone and the other wire to your aux
4: jack Right. Depending on where your check um, is, yeah. it's not too bad. It's more yeah. simple
2: for you, Ryan. You just shove them both into the battery, and it's fine.
4: <laughs> <sighs>
0: it just
1: charges by, he just rubs it on the bottom of his car, and since there's so many batteries in the pack there, it just
2: charges.
0: Right, right. I did, it's like osmosis. <laughs> osmosis for yeah, battery yeah, charge, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. No, um, inductive. By the way, it was the Gold Coast, Queensland. It was
2: what, what? the Gold yes, Coast. It's Queensland. It's the Gold Coast. Which
0: was the second thing curious. I said, by the way. Anyhow, so yes, this thing is,
2: uh, like, iSimple,
1: you just look, if you're Googling for it, just, like, look for USB aux input, whatever. They also ma- they make a lightning-only specific version, but I would not buy a thing that had a permanently attached lightning cable.
0: Especially when they come out with lightning 2 next year. <laughs> Well, I, I just wouldn't do that, because, like, <laughs> if the end
1: of the cable goes, you just, you bricked your, like, you know, $50 thing that you had to install in your car somewhere. Right. Like, that would be really annoying to, like, rip your dash back apart to swap out the aux jacks just because, like, your lightning cable broke. Yeah. So this one seems safer. It's a regular USB connection, and it also works with Android. So if you have a buddy in the car it has an Android nope.
4: phone, you could just
0: not allowed. <laughs> you know, it's
4: like, this is Apple's secret plan to not to prevent people who have Android phones from playing audio, and people who have I guess, iPhones cars. Yeah. Were yeah. they
2: supposed to release a car this year?
4: Uh, they just fired all their. Yeah, they years, laid off so. like oh, a crap out of those people. I didn't see that. <laughs> weird, yeah. huh? Turns
0: out maybe we don't get involved in all those car accidents. Turns out you can't just make a car. Weird. We removed the steering wheel from this car. It's self-driving. You don't need it. And the brake pedal. (laughs) And the brake pedal. And the headphone jack. (laughs) 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 It's true. It's wireless. There's a W1 chip in the car. (laughs) There's no perfect wireless. We we had the
1: courage to remove the aux input from this car.
2: (laughs) We still have a gas extra pedal. Extra space for battery. charges. Yes.
0: We need an extra one dollar every time you use it, but we still have a gas pedal. Extra space for battery. Everything, every little bit counts. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. This has been uh, the PC Respective Podcast. Uh, go to pcper.com slash podcast. we are going to find all the back episodes, RSS feeds, video downloads, audio downloads, YouTube links, et cetera. Uh, and we encourage you to do that, and uh, we'll be back. We'll be back next week, guys, um, for another podcast yeah. thing. I guess. With racing thing. gear.
4: Oh, yes. There's there's a request for someone to read the Patreon that they just donated before oh. before we <clears before> put <throat> the lid end on
0: this the thing. Thing. Okay.
4: Uh, okay.
2: Uh, it, it, there's actually a very insistent request. Yeah. <sighs> it better be good now.
0: Because now there's uh, so they've edited their pledge from ten dollars to nineteen eighty four. Ooh. Oh, I I see. I see where this is. I see where (laughs) this is going. appreciate that. Does that coax Wi Fi device work in an apartment?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Is that the name of the pledge? That's the name of the pledge. (laughs) I like it. This is how we should take all questions from now. Does that coax
0: (laughs) Wi Fi device work in an apartment?
3: 1984. Um, It should
0: work in an apartment. Yes.
3: The coax Wi Fi device. Not only that, but you can then plug in your own coax thing and, and sniff. Who else is in that apartment building using if they're the using an
0: ad- if they're using the same adapter? Let's
3: yeah. be honest. No one's using Mocha. So it's fine. Yeah. I mean, everybody's <laughs> using like, students can afford Mocha. All of
0: your receivers are using Mocha. But like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, I would I would assume uh, it would work building satellite. It would work in an apartment. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yes, if that's a way you want to submit your questions, I highly encourage you to do that to do that on future episodes. Uh, so, again, PC Product podcast. We will be back next week, everybody. Thanks for hanging out.
2: I'm Ryan Schraub. I'm Jeremy Helstrom. I'm Mocha Josh Walrath.
1: And I'm Alan Malantano.
2: Good night.